These are odd microphones in that, uh, mm -hmm. see the red tape? I tried. The red tape is where it listens. Oh, yeah. So you want to get that microphone. Um, just got set up. A uh, little bit down here, and then you can sort of move it in. There we go. These, are, these, these microphones are pretty sensitive, so usually a full fanned finger away from you. Yeah, that works. They'd be good there. Good evening, guys. We weren't planning on doing this. This is Tony Airlines. This is RCR podcast number 52. So I'm working our way up to 100, I suppose. You wanted him back, and he's back. <laughs> Commercial airline pilot here to answer your aeronautical questions. Tony Richardson. Also follow him on Instagram, Tony Airlines. Does that have that right? One word. Yep. Tony Airlines. One of the best Instagrams I ever follow. Uh, it's very mature, but very humorous of the uh, commercial airline industry. <laughs> um, you already have some super chat questions here. We're going to get into this, but because uh, Tony is not, you don't have to fly again until when? December, uh, mid-November, November 14. Nice. Now, it doesn't mean you won't get called for like an emergency thing, but so he can be with us and we can have a few beers. We already had a few beers uh out uh tonight but we have some trogues to help us through this mm -hmm. um yeah andrew the boy said it is airline questions today <laughs> i need to give a shout out to a brand who sent me some stuff this is Ooh. a supplement called dreamfully the company is wsn they sent me a few stuff they have a um they were they, they were kind of funny they um, I thought I was getting a whole bottle of this, and I only got, like, three pills. What this is is a sleep aid. I have trouble sleeping because I have one of those minds that never shuts up. So when I go to bed, I think of a million things. So sometimes I take over-the-counter sleeping pills. I always take that when I'm out on the road. Mm. And when I have those overnight flights that are longer than eight Oof. hours, I take that. Screw it. Give me chemicals. Knock me out. Uh, Dreamfully is one of these products that has Sherry's Berries <laughs> is one of those uh, uh, all natural stuff. Really what this is is melatonin. Melatonin, you take melatonin, your body thinks you were out in the sun all day. Uh, Monica Harrison explained this to me. And he goes, oh, time to sleep. I get a side effect with this stuff and I get horny dreams. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm talking, I wake up, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm the man of steel. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, uh, thank you to the guys who make Dreamfully. This is uh, uh, WB Naturals is the company. Uh, I, I told them like in an email, it's like, I'll plug your company. Um, thanks for the free product. But I got boners, man. <laughs> These gave me nighttime chubs. Not that I had mind it. The, 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 the dreams were very enjoyable. I discovered kinks I never knew I had. <laughs> so take these pills and jizz in your sheets. Yes. <laughs> I didn't do that. But it is a nice alternative to taking uh, over-the-counter sleeping pills. Hmm. Um, I want to quick answer this one super chat question. Henry, thoughts on the Pittsburgh shooting? Look, mental health is a real problem, and we're just mm. not talking about it, and people need to seek help. 
But how do you answer that pro? How do you answer that question to people who think they're already sane and they're already loading rounds into? Well, you know, America is going through second puberty. What can I say? Mm. Yeah. So, but we're not here to talk about uh, national news. We're here to dive into the wonderful, blissful abyss that is the national. Uh, <laughs> what What does NOAA stand for? National. Well, NOAA is weather, but National Oceanic Atmospheric Association? NOAA? When I, when I think of these administrative weather programs, mm-hmm. I just think of an office and all people care about is the weather. There is <laughs> That's no basically politics. It. <laughs> it is just the weather. Someone's playing maybe some low-tuned music on some radio somewhere yeah you are well you You hear the clacking of mechanical keyboards uh, you are listening to the national weather service here in for central pennsylvania general humidity is 60 degrees under fair skies visibility unlimited 2.83.343424 wind south south west at five miles an hour the high today was 75 degrees. Low today will be 59 degrees. We just need that yeah. playing in the background. I know. I got a, like, I have a, a secondary <laughs> YouTube channel that's just called Mr. Regular, and right now there is only uh, one video on it, and it's just ATC Vaporwave. <laughs> and uh, I have two of them. One exists on the regular uh, RCR channel and another one yeah the one on the regular RCR channel I took a re-listen to thank you Tony um, would you like a glass I can get some glasses sure yeah Tony you can field a question or two alright there, uh, there was an aeronautical question there if you can read it I live two miles away from PI is that Peoria uh, Allegiant Allegiant hub on approach how fucked am I when on when an A319 part falls on my car. Oh, man. Allegiant. Thank you. Well, I think you'll be okay for the most part, but... Do you really want to fly Allegiant? Is that your only out... That can't be your only option out of PIE. Any other countries? Uh... I saw another super chat question back there on the FIT guy who almost stole a plane at Melbourne Airport, but the police stopped him and all. That was, I don't know what was wrong with him, but that is quite the story of the century for small town Melbourne, Florida. We loved you, Tony. Oh, thank you, Andrew the boy. Nice. Oh, Andrew the boy. I remember him from uh, earlier this week. Sorry, guys. I'm just re-wetting my contracts. Mm -hmm. It might come to the point that I... uh, Sorry for hitting the mic. It might come to the point where I need to uh, switch my contacts for regular spectacles. Carl! Coral! Carl! Coral asks, what is my favorite WW2 aircraft? Great question for today. Okay. Um... 
my favorite is based on a video game that I had for the Apple II <laughs> in the 90s. The video game was called Wings of Fury, and Ooh. it featured a F Grumman F6F Hellcat. So Hellcat. that is my favorite airplane. I like that it was built to beat the Zero, and it was built to replace the F4F Wildcat. Mm -hmm. uh, Samuel Hines, who I quote a lot because it's one of my favorite autobiographies. It's called Flights of Passage. Um, there's lots of boob feels in it because <laughs> it's the story of... Uh, just really a teenager in World War II or however old you were as a pilot. And of course, they're all coming to age while in war. And they're like banging nurses <laughs> and flying planes. And he flew a TBM Avenger like we saw today at the Reading Air Museum. But at one point, like he was on some island in the island hopping campaign. And there were two airstrips. There was his, a big one. And then there was like another one on the island, wherever this was. That was just like the maintenance and just storage runway. Mm -hmm. And him and his buddy went in there and bullshitted their way in there and just said, yeah, we're here to test something. I don't know what. They just sent us over here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, they're the ones that need... The, sure enough, there was a bunch of planes that need testing and there was some F4... They, now these are dive bomber pilots, Sam Hines and his friend. But there were a bunch of F4Fs and F6Fs there. It's like, yeah, take them around the pattern. <laughs> and they said if they, only. they loved the F4F, but they hated the F6F. They said it was a boring plane. It was competent enough, but without any personality. Yeah, because the F4F was so squirrely from yeah. everyone landing on aircraft carriers mm. that they go to the F6F. It's like, oh, oh, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Land-based. <plane. laughs> Huh. The F6F, the wing was, uh, it favor. It was like it wasn't. What what's the word for when the wing is on the bottom of the plane? It's a mono wing, but it's on the bottom of the plane. Oh, it was a low wing, but it was also a gull wing, where the wing goes sort of downwards and then upwards. That's I thought that was the F4U Corsair that had the gull. Oh wing. wait, the F4F. F4F. Oh, that's the Wildcat. Is that the Wildcat? The F4F Wildcat. The F4F Wildcat, the wing was in the middle yeah. of the fuse, perfectly in the middle, perfectly flat. It was like mid-wing. I think it's just called mid-wing. And he said all it did was like it like perfectly <laughs> rolled because it was perfectly stable, but it was weird that it, it the Zero, just, it was underpowered, I suppose. Mm. Underpowered and underarmed. So, okay, that was the, the F6F Hellcat is my favorite WDO plane. What is yours? Uh, Douglas DC-3, which is oh, the, the plane. Oh, the cargo. Yeah. I like that plane. You like the big ladies. <laughs> Radial. <laughs> I like that plane because it's still around a lot today, and you can buy them, and you can even refurbish it to where you add 50 years more to its lifespan. Basler does that in uh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. You can get, like, turboprops, all-new electrical, all sorts of stuff done to it, and it's really cool so that's the aeronautical equivalent of the guys who rest a mod classic cars mm -hmm. and put ls engines in them that's and, exactly what it is know. yep hey tony i'm the guy on twitter who dm me about my career in aviation management nice everything's going great and i'm passing my private pilot ground school good keep it going get all the licenses <laughs> get all the jobs get the monies and fly cool planes uh, 
Um, just got back from my first car. This is Josh Vighun. Just got back from my first car meet. I backed my town car in right by a Huracan. Nice. Nice. Town car? So that's a Lincoln. Fancy. <laughs> right by a Lamborghini Huracan. That's the good thing about car meets is that they're not, they're, they're desegregated. You can park anything next to anything. Hurts next to the Lotus. <laughs> yeah, that was, dude. I was marshaling cars for my own car meet, and I'm like, That's great. <laughs> I saw the hearse come in. That Lotus is going right next to it. Uh, um, can you Ellis swap a Piper Cessna? Okay. Um, there, <laughs> there is someone over. There is someone on YouTube who has some sort of Cessna mm-hmm. or a Piper with an LS engine in it. I saw it taxi. I didn't see it fly. Thoughts? Uh, good luck getting that approved. Because now you're taking a perfectly normal category airplane and making experimental. And if you watch that video, and you can search LS Cessna, and it's like the first thing that pops up. You watch that video, the guy starts it up. And you just see the you see the wings just rock wildly every time he adds power because there's so much torque in that thing where you're going from a little tiny what 160 horsepower engine like homing to this 400, 400 and change horsepower engine like I don't know if you're gonna get cooling problems I don't even know if that plane you've ever gone flew. from a, you've gone from an air cooled engine to a liquid cooled engine that needs a radiator where would you <laughs> put the radiator good luck I'm pretty sure all that plane did was taxi around and start up and shut down I don't know if it ever flew because mm. that video is pushing on almost 10 years old now mmm Thoughts on the Pan Am bankruptcy how did it happen there's a really good documentary on Pan Am on mm-hmm. YouTube like they were the world and then they weren't twa same fate you if you ask someone like i don't know 40 years ago would twa or pan am ever go under no no way would that happen and well here we are without a twa or pan am so airlines like that back then before deregulation which is a whole nother story before deregulation Airlines were fine. They were making money, and then deregulation hit. And uh, it changed a lot of stuff to the point where now the airlines were losing money on routes that they held specifically for them because now other people were flying it. Oh, so certain cities to cities were now being serviced by multiple airlines, which would drag both their passenger numbers down, which they would both lose money for. Oh. The people that did benefit from deregulation were smaller startups doing more regional flying where people weren't flying that much to, like, I don't know, Lancaster to Philly. (laughs) I see Spirit (laughs) Airlines and Frontier (laughs) flying... Like when when Nick uh, when we did RCR Chicago, we saw big banners within MDT, and because I'm with a pilot, I'm being all cool and not saying Harrisburg. Got to figure saying, out what MDT means. Yeah, Harrisburg Airport. Big banners that say "Fly Frontier," eighty nine dollars round trip to Orlando. Man, It'd be great if you didn't have to pay for all your luggage. 
Oh, is that how they make their money back? Yeah, uh, those low-cost carriers, or ultra-low-cost carriers, rather, they'll charge for anything other than low carry-on. Backpack. Well, anything more than a backpack or a briefcase. Okay. Are you getting water on those planes? You got to bring yes. your own. Yeah. Oh, any airline's required to give water like any restaurant. But okay. other than that, no. You don't get any other things other than a seat. Oh, man. I know I told you this on Telegram, but I saw uh, at my grocery store the Milano cookies. <laughs> and for people who don't know, my mom was a crew member on U.S. Airways. I'm sorry, U.S. Air is technically different than U.S. Airways. Um, or are they the same? They're the same. Okay. Uh, one's pre- and post-merger, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of. Okay. U.S. Air... Mm-hmm. On early super chat skip. Don't worry, I, I have we'll them all. Them. I have them all log workforce five twenty. We're gonna get to. Them. I know. I, I see the the very first one is Andrew. The boy said, "Would you buy a two thousand five Outpack with one hundred forty five thousand miles?" Yes, if I had written proof that the head gaskets were replaced, and the water pump was replaced, and the timing belt was replaced. Hmm. Do all those three things. Subarus are fine. I have 175,000 miles on my Subaru Forester. I'm going to drive that thing into the ground. I know Tony Rumble really wanted it, but I really like my Forester. <laughs> I'm going to drive that thing until it explodes. And I'm going to buy another fourth-gen Forester. I'm becoming that weird old man like, I liked a certain car. <laughs> I'm going to drive it forever. Uh, Steve G says, hey, Tony Air, glad you could fly into the podcast. Hey. I'm here. I have arrived. The Jacob Sapiro. Good to see you again, Jacob. Uh, question for Tony. Can, can you read this? Can I yeah, yeah that was closer? the FIT thing that okay. this guy tried to steal an airliner that mm. was just parked at an airport, somehow jumped the fence, and then got stopped by security. Oh. So. Again, luck. mental health. Mm. Workforce 520. Hello again, good sir. Your Grove Street post was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> it was... Uh, was that you? Yeah, oh. I posted something on Instagram where I was driving in New York and there's such bad traffic that I went through Amboy, which I never drive through the town. There was this little street called Grove Street, and I was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> so, of course, I had to snap that picture and make the whole quote. It was great. We, have, we, have, we still got to go back to Birdsboro because there's some guy there who repairs video arcade games, like cabinet cool. arcade games. That I have an invite to go over there, and I still hmm. haven't gone. Nice. He has Road Blasters, which is the greatest arca- driving arcade game in the world. Road. 1987. Oh, it is so 80s. Hmm. It is brilliant. I lo- it's my favorite video game of all time. Next, uh, yeah, yeah, it's better than hard driving. Hmm. Um, Cruise in USA. Yep. Ooh. Cruise in USA or Crazy Taxi? I don't know. Mm. Crazy Taxi. Man. I know. We're uh, Tony and I are 10 years apart. Mm. I, I find it weird because at age 27... I was having a mental collapse after my first teaching degree, <sighs> living back home in my basement with my parents. And at age 27, Tony is a fucking captain. <laughs> I wonder what goes inside, what's going on in your head. When I think of what goes on inside Tony's head, 
it's like a clear blue ocean and a cloud that just is the form of a thumbs up finger. There's a big billboard there that says, don't fuck up. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) It's like I could never be a pilot because I'm not psychologically sound. Henry said thoughts on the Pittsburgh shooting. We went over that. It's uh, and thank you for your donation, Henry. Um, uh, it's we we need more mental health professionals. Mm-hmm. Von Waffensberg says, "Damn, an RCR podcast, and I'm I'm not working. Much love. Hey, you what a night! <laughs> thank you, Don Waffensberg, and thank you for your donation." Uh, Bearer of bricks says, "Love the show. Hope the stream stays up this time. Yeah." Um, what we're going to do, uh, Bearer of Bricks, is we're, uh, Nick and I are going to do a podcast over at Steve Moyer Subaru again because we want to like change ISPs. We're going to do it from a different uh, perspective because what, what we want to see is, is my problem this old computer hmm. or is it, and I'm pointing behind my uh, webcam there. We can't see it, oh, but if yeah, I bring the but... monitor up, you can you can see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um is the problem this laptop or is it that modem over there or is it my ISP? Because um, if it is, uh, um, if it's my ISP, you know, that's going to be a problem. But if it's my laptop, I can buy a new laptop. I bought this laptop, I think, in 2012. Hmm. So it has like two gigs of Start menu as Windows Seven on it, ah, which I, I love. It. Yeah, dude, my big computer over Windows there, ten that now. I built in 2014, is still rocking hard because my main computer kicks ass. Um, I I intentionally got a legit copy, bought a copy of Windows Seven, good, and uh, it's running. It's great. <laughs> Until you come out something better than Windows Seven, I am not upgrading. Mm. Um, so let's go on properties of my computer. See, then I try and play the Oculus Rift and it's like, what are you doing? You can't have Windows 7, you need Windows 10 at least or something like that. I, I have on this computer, oh, I have six gigs of RAM. Nice. I have Intel. (sighs) Bless you. (sighs) Bless you. I5. (sighs) Bless you. I think it's a quad core. I think we were over this once before in a previous podcast where I just queued up the uh, task manager. Is your laptop Yeah, quad core. CPU usage right now is at six. A little up there, yeah. Yeah, it's at 66% of CPU usage and uh, 2.24 gigahertz of RAM is currently running. Mm. Downgrade to XP, that'll show them. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Dude, I rocked XP from 2000 and you know what? Since it's ancient history, I had XP before other people had it. Hmm. This was back when my college over at Kutztown, the entire campus was a T1 line, one network. Nice. The entire (laughs) college was one network. We were sharing so much shit. Our Counter Strike games were off all <laughs> were off all of the hooks. <laughs> they were amazing. An entire college on one network. Nowadays, they they break it up 
through dorms or I don't know what Kutztown, Kutztown University is doing, but mm. we were running Windows XP in 2001. We had a pre-production release. I don't know how my roommate got it, but he had it. I had it, and I rocked Windows XP from 2001 until at least 2009 or something like that. Hmm. Um, uh, from the regular chat, Don O'Dollo 23 says, you've made a few references to Vaporwave. Hey, we we're just listening to it uh, tonight when we got this beer. <laughs> so satisfying. Do you have a favorite artist or album? Yes, I do. It is Vectroid. Now, Vectroid, of course, made, um, uh, Flower Shop, but Vectroid, and I think it's a she, uh, or we can be general and just say they, made an, um, the best Vaporwave album, and it's called Neo Cali. Like California, Neo Cali. Mm. I have that on my Sansa Clip MP3 player, and that is my takeoff song. Nice. I have that. You we all have to, to have a takeoff song. Do you have a takeoff song in, that plays in your head? Because you can't listen to music. Uh, mine would be, oh, what would it be? Either Green Onions. Is that by Booker T and the MGs? You are right. Uh, or a different one mm. that might be it oh uh can't you hear me knocking yeah nice yeah that's that's it dude can't you hear me knocking on your that's, door that's that's my takeoff song dude that that's on my playlist for the falcon it's it's the drum start it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like pelvic thrust the song <laughs> highway to the danger zone andrew the boys yeah that would be it if i was ac years ago. life <laughs> i was such a i was such an edge lord in the early 2000s aren't we all um on the first this is dumb but on the first anniversary of 9 11 <laughs> uh -oh. I drove around campus playing ACDC because the song was banned on the FCC because I'm a college radio nerd. Hmm. This was one of the songs that was banned on the radio following 9-11. There was a bunch of songs and one of the songs that was banned on the radio was ACDC's I Feel Safe in New York City. Oh, and I rolled around campus in my <laughs> fucking Dodge Neon, blaring that song because you know, edgy in the early two thousands was just being offensive. Basically, yep. I mean, this was the era of Fugly, of Style Project, Style Project, <laughs> of uh, of E Bombs World, and all that stuff. Four Chan, Edge. I was an Edge Lord. <laughs> um. Let's see. Bear of Bricks. Love the show. Oh, we answered that one. Uh, Samuel Gazinski. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I live two wheels. Oh, you answered that yeah, question. Yeah. <clears throat> um, good luck with Allegiant. Or as my uh, grandmother said when they first started service into Trenton, New Jersey, and she saw it in the newspaper... She looks at this newspaper clipping. Oh, did she cut it out of the She cut it out for me and My shows it. Look at this new airline. They're called Alley Giant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, them. What was it with grandmothers with cutting newspapers out of the- I don't know. My grandmother in uh, 
Maine still does it. She'll every single time she sees anything airplane or aviation oh related, God. she will cut it out. She will send it in an envelope to me and she'll call my dad and say, hey, tell him I'm sending this thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> my grandmother in her That's declining great. years, in her autumn years, like knew I was in the cars, knew I was doing some kind of car reporting thing. Oh, uh, would she do that too? Cutting out. <laughs> and I'm like weird this is this is this is the this is the greatest generation's version of reddit <laughs> yep yep that's uh retweeting <laughs> clip it out send it in an uh, envelope that's retweeting <laughs> robbie St uh stemitz stein steinmetz robbie steinmetz St steinmetz yeah hey mr regular Got any jokes about a 2008 Chrysler Sebring convertible? You're better with an umbrella. <laughs> Sorry, that's my joke. Go ahead. The official car of Hollywood Casino <laughs> and racetrack. Oh, God. Chrysler Sebring. My landlord has one. The official car of a guy with a bush so thick it's creeping out through its fly. <laughs> See, the, the whole deal of the Chrysler Sebring is it's a spiritual successor to the Chrysler LeBaron. The Chrysler LeBaron was cheap luxury, but at the time when it came out in the early 2000s, excuse me, the early 80s, um, throughout the 70s, convertibles really weren't a thing. In the early mm. 80s, they weren't a thing. And in Lee Iacocca's autobiography, he talked about we need to have a cheap convertible, like hmm. like we used, like Ford used to have with the Falcon. Let's have a cheap convertible for everybody. Convertibles are always classy, and we don't really do cheap convertibles. See these teens, we don't really do convertibles anymore. No. The Beetle, my my mom just bought a, Cabriolet. I think a 2016 Turbo Beetle convertible. Nice. If tomorrow's sunny, how much are those? Uh, Twenty. I don't, I don't want to ask. It's sort of a oh, oh, oh general MSRP of a Turbo yeah, Beetle convertible. Curious. It's going to be in the twenties. Mm. Um, it's. I don't know if it's a power top or not. I think it might be. Hmm. I don't know. Depending on what you're doing, uh, Tony's staying the night. So, I don't know, depending on what you do. If you want to go over and it's <laughs> a sunny day and if you want to drive, it, it's a cheap convertible. It's very comfortable on the inside. And honestly, the since the Beetle is made on the Jetta, or is it a Golf? Or is it a Golf? Uh, uh, no, the Jetta is made from the Golf, I thought. Because the Golf is older than the Jetta. Uh, yeah. People in the chat will answer. I'll Wikipedia that later. What is the Beetle based on? I think it's a Golf. So it drives like a Golf with the roof cut off. So anyway, you're asking about uh, 2008 Chrysler Sebring. It is a cheap convertible. Um, For the masses. <sighs> that leaks. I look at the cheap convertible. I look at the Chrysler Sebring as trash class. <laughs> <sighs> That's why my landlord drives. It's 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 the gold medallion. It's 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 not even a Fox body convertible. It's 
people retire, they want to have that nice car to go to cruise to Boca Raton, Florida. Taking the wife with me. Oh, <laughs> white on white. <laughs> we got ourselves a drop top. <laughs> Great. You paid $18,000 for Chrysler Sebring. Um, the thing spent. is, like, Chrysler Sebring convertibles are fun. Like, you chop the roof off of anything There's fun. I remember I was at Chrysler Nationals. And some guy was rolling around with like a Chrysler Cirrus that they sawzawed the. No, <laughs> it, it, it was something. It was like a a Chrysler Concorde or something like that from the early two thousands. And these these group of heroes. It's it's like a bunch of guys in college. <laughs> they probably bought. They probably all went into this car for like one thousand five hundred dollars total. Like, hey man, let's saw the top. Do the saw the top. <laughs> and they saw it off the top, and they duct tape over them, and they're rolling around Chrysler Nationals and like oh, this man. thing, and they're laughing. They're fun. They're cracking beers. I'm like, good on <laughs> you, man. See, when you take the roof off of a car, anything uh, becomes great. They probably drove that car home, took it to a junkyard, and like we had a fun time. <laughs> uh, thanks, Robbie. Um, we're going to move on here. John Woods says, uh, mentioned on a previous podcast that I was going to look at a 67 Dart. And you Ooh, bought it. Nice. John bought the Dart. You love it. The Nova Video 2 sold me on trying a car from the 60s. Dude, cars from the 60s, the pinnacle of style. And the simplest of construction, man. Um, you're not going to go as fast as modern cars, but you're going to feel like you're going a million miles an hour. I love my Falcon. Tony here wants to buy a what generation? First gen. A uh, first gen Corvair. Yeah. The Dodge Dart I saw played a really fun stunt role in uh, my one of my favorite movies. It's a mad, 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 mad world from yeah. 1963. Why are you explaining that? So where the guy, power. where one of the characters from the movie just freaking floors it. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do a lemon. See how that goes. Uh, yeah, this guy, this was a 63 movie, so I guess this is a 1960 Dodge Dart. And he's just flooring it down an interstate. And in the movie, it gets like airborne. I don't know if that was a stunt double or not, but it was a cool scene. So there was another scene in that movie where everyone's in a race and the mother-in-law is driving with like the husband and wife and she's like, we're in the Imperial and we're doing last. And I didn't get the joke because Imperials aren't really around. Um, I saw someone commented favorite airline or which, thank you, which airline is best airline. Mm. Okay, you're talking about carriers, I suppose. That's tough. See, when I started RCR, we took a trip on Virgin America. That thing was like vape. You need another glass? Oh, uh, I just refilled that glass, <laughs> dude. Fine. Who are you talking to? I got plenty of glasses. Okay, cool. I'll be right back. Where'd the bottle Virgin opener America. go? Fucking amazing. Oh, I have the bottle opener. Virgin America was nice, and now they are Alaska. So hopefully they can be good. Uh, 
Someone says get a Corvair ramp fan. I know what he's talking about. Is that the hatch? The that's a pickup truck made out of when they turn the Corvair into oh. a pickup truck. It's a cab over pickup. Well, okay. It is, uh, what they did was they took a Corvair, the engine's still in the same place, Okay. but there is a bed on top of it. <laughs> on top of the engine. Okay, so Leno has one, of truck. course. Interesting. I've seen, like, a station wagon Corvair. Nice. I've never seen Did you see? Did him. you see that when we were, uh, were you there the one time when we were at the one Cars and Coffee down in Westchester and there was a guy with a Corvair van? Yes, the brown van. Yeah. Oh my God, that thing was cool. That was cool. Okay, I could see myself driving one of those. It's weird brown Crazy van. Ivan two times, two times, more like every time. I didn't know there was a Corvair at the time. Shoot, I would have asked more questions. Anyway. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you too. It's Monday. Halloween is the is on Wednesday. What are your plans? Love the show. I don't have a costume. I may have a dope costume in like a year. But I mm, this year I did I never planned for Halloween. Do you get a lot of trick-or-treaters here, I guess? We have a designated trick-or-treat night in this town. Ooh. They're all running around. Oh, nice. Um, last year, I, I handed out candy, but because this is an apartment building, I just hung out outside, and mm. I had a basket. That works. And I didn't hand out candy. I handed out... I went. I bought on Amazon 250 glow sticks. <laughs> and I'm like, here's some glow sticks. Here's a glow stick. Have fun. The kids <laughs> like glow sticks. I'm like, see, I'm That's a big great. health nut, so... You know, the health nut that just bought 30 packs of ramen, but... Um, Get hand out ramen. <laughs> that'd be like college town. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I was in college in Kutztown University, um, my floor, the third floor of Lehigh, won the decorating contest for our hall hmm. two years running. When I run that, When I ran that, and we were at the, we turned our hall into a haunted house and we were making kids cry. What we did is we went to Walmart and bought that black plastic sheeting like you would uh, put like down. Like bed sheeting? Yeah. Uh, uh, bed sheeting? Black plastic sheeting. It's plastic. It's a gigantic roll oh. of plastic. Think of a roll of. Uh, like what you cover a table with at a party, maybe? More industrial than that. Okay. Think of, you know, when some people have gardens and they don't want weeds growing up, they'll mm. put down black plastic and then put mulch on top of that and then plant their flowers yes. on top okay. of that, that yeah. stuff. Or some people use stuff. it for, yeah. Mm -hmm. We covered our entire interior of the hall and made it <laughs> dark. Pitch dark. Oh, the man. first year we didn't tell anybody and we even went over the exit signs. This was dark in there. The our hall was an L shape, so there was only one turn in it. So, oh, someone said vapor barrier, right? Hmm. A vapor vapor barrier when you're uh, during instruction. Okay. So, uh, thank you, my daily upload. When uh, the first our hall was the shape of an L. So the first bit before the turn, before the ninety degree turn. We fucked with their heads. <laughs> we had nothing there. 
No decorations, no nothing. We just force them to walk through 20 yards of blackness. Nothing. It's just let their minds going. Then we had a strobe light. Then we had somebody's computer speakers just playing spooky music. <laughs> then Great. we hung the, the move where you hung hang string from the ceiling and you make people walk through it and they feel oh, it on their heads. No. And then we had some jump scare people going. Um, someone found a wooden pallet. And just put it in the middle, and the people would hang behind it. And it was legit haunted house, and we won. That's a pretty good haunted And then after, after after the end of that, we had a we had a, a dorm room meeting. It's like, okay, guys, from the third floor of Lehigh, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> you can't keep freaking Please people out this. like this. You're too good at this. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so Jason Young says, a guy in Hastings, Nebraska has a Corvair dealership? Shades, classic cars, they have a website. That I might have to look at. Mm. The reason I like the Corvair so much, other than the whole story about it behind Ralph Nader's book, is that there was one really close to me for only maybe six grand. Mm. They're so cheap. Yeah. And it was in amazing condition, and I didn't buy it because I was five or ten years ago, and I didn't have money back then. So... Fast forward now, hopefully I can do some searching and pick up one, because that would be a nice car to, I don't know, just show off in. Yeah, the thing with Corvairs is your your engine is a flat six and it's in the back. You're forced to stay legit and stay period. Mm. You can't do the LS, you can't do a Windsor block, you can't drop a 2J, because there is no engine bay. There are some wise asses, and I saw one at a car show this summer, that put the fucking small block Chevy in the front of the car. What? They, they yeah, okay. that's a thing to take a to take a Corvair, and they get some engine mounts, and they cut that's the a front. A lot of work to make it. Why would you do that? I've seen two of them like that. They they put the small block Chevy in the front of the Corvair, and they run a drive shaft to the back. I want an engine I can show off at uh, <laughs> the car show. I've got to spend all my money on <laughs> Summit Racing. <laughs> um, thought on pans at uh, Henry says thoughts on Pan Am bankruptcy. How did it happen? And we talked about that. It was a, it was deregulation in the small car. Really sad. Too big of an airline. Too small of a margin for error, I guess. But. Eastern Airlines tried to uh, get back on their feet recently, and that didn't really go well. How recently? So, um, a bunch of old, older executives who used to work for the airline tried to restart the airline as a startup airline about, I don't know, five years ago, maybe? Really? And they did some charter stuff, and it was going to be a great time. They're based out of Newport News, Virginia. And then they just Is stopped. Newport News, Virginia a very town? Yeah, yeah, that's like outside. It's very far from uh, D.C., but it's in the Virginian countryside, I guess, mm -hmm. to where, yeah, you can own a nice home for a good amount of money. Mm. So, <laughs> but uh, that didn't go so well, unfortunately. Huh. Will the U.S. ever make... CIC 2320 asks in the normal chat, will the U.S. ever make 
a supersonic transport and should we? That is a good question. Um, As an airline pilot, what do you think? And I'm going to get some water while you mull this over. Uh, the supersonic... That's enough. All these stories. The supersonic transport was the U.S. saying, we need our Concorde of our own. And uh, there are so many... Hello, Corinne. <laughs> there are so many... Uh, I guess attempts at a supersonic transport in the U S that we had several companies competing to be, who would be the number one. And that was the cool thing to say you would do is we're going to build a supersonic Mach two aircraft that will fly from, I don't know, Miami to LA in a couple of hours. But then there's all sorts of regulations in regarding to making supersonic booms, which is, you can't. And that kind of stopped dead in the water. Now, the question was, do you think we need another? No. Um, that's because you're not... Yes, you're paying for the luxury. And this is, I guess, how British Airways saw it. You were paying for the luxury of getting from New York to, uh, to London in four hours. And yes, that's great, but it never really any, made any money because that's what it was, a luxury. And people don't want to pay so much of a luxury to where it's not affordable and not profitable. So I don't think we're going to see, at least in the next 10 or 20 years, I don't think we'll see any supersonic anything. Um, unless it's maybe, I don't know, a private jet or something like that. Emirates. Yeah, they have the money to. <laughs> <sighs> Every now and again, Matt Farah talks about the glory that is Emirates. <laughs> uh, they're great because they're a go government-subsidized airline. <clears throat> uh, you were talking earlier, I think, one of the times we were just hanging out about the idea of flagship airlines. Does, is American yes. Airlines our flagship? or no? We don't have any. Okay. Um, because in our point of view it would be unfair to call any specific airline the best airline because uh, everyone would fly that uh, and everyone would give their money to them and it would make the other airlines lose uh, so the u.s does not have a flight carrier europe does or uh uk does british airways uh air france a lot of countries do I, is lufthansa uh, i guess that's germany yeah Quantos? Australia. Qantas. Air New Zealand, probably. <laughs> um, what else? Did well, you then hear? name your country and airlines. Raiden Ninja, is that what you're reading? Yeah. Did you hear about the cancellation of the new Mexico City Air? This I don't know about. Thoughts on that? Apparently the president-elect canceled the construction and 13... I'm guessing that's billion bucks are now gone. Uh, there is some country in Spain that has, this, out. that has the same exact problem where they built this awesome, amazing, elaborate airport. It might be Madrid or Barcelona. I don't know. Uh, but they built this amazing airport and it just sits unused. Oh, Montreal has the same problem with uh, 
those of you who know Montreal, Mirabelle, Mirabelle, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Montreal has its own, I guess it's called a white elephant. Uh, I don't know about the Mexican city, the Mexico city one, but, uh, I guess they're going to have to find a new use for that land. Who knows? Uh, I have flown out of Montreal Trudeau. I hope I'm pronouncing the president's name right. Uh, Justin Trudeau. Are there any Canadians in the chat? Uh, I've flown out of Montreal, and that is one of my favorite Canadian cities. Yes, it is. French Canada. Hate me. (laughs) Yes, the other one with the long runways next to Trudeau. That airport is Canada's white elephant in the sense that that was supposed to replace Trudeau Airport in terms of international traffic and now it just sits unused Mm. so oh well better luck next time Uh, Andrew the boy says not air related but I saw Uricon today in in Uricon in small West Virginia which I'm guessing is a town or in a small area in West Virginia which is equal which is weirder where's this uh, Andrew the boy, right there. Hurricane in small West Virginia. If you want to pronounce it right, you call it Uricon. 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 Porsche. 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 Sorry, Steph. Lamborghini. <laughs> nice. Can I have another take on that? Can I have another take? Lamborghini. Mm. Sexy. <laughs> F5 to freedom. <laughs> I miss Continental Airlines. What's that? Uh, that's that airline that merged with United, and they still have the Continental logo on the tail of United, which is cool, I guess. United Airlines, they managed to make a one-hour layover in Houston to five hours. Ew. Philly to Las Vegas. Houston is a nice airport, though. I I do a lot of Texas flying, which includes Houston, Dallas, and uh, Austin, and I love having overnights there because it's, it's like going to the West Coast, but not really. You're kind of halfway there, and it's still different to where you have things like Whataburger or, I don't know, In-N-Out Burger, things you never see on the East Coast. And when, I've never been to the West when Coast. When you go down there with the CRJ900, is that a direct or you go through Charleston? Mm-hmm. That is a long direct flight. In fact, I'm... Fairly certain New York to Austin is the longest flight we have in our system at almost four hours. Maybe three and a half usually. In a CRJ. For people who don't know, the CRJ is the largest of the regional jets. It is this big dart. It is thin, (laughs) fast, but it's one of those airplanes where when you're getting to your seat, your head is cocked sideways if you're more than 5'9". Yeah, don't. Don't get in there if you're more than 5'9". You might hit your head at the front door. <laughs> Four hours in a CRJ. See, my 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 my, my um, familiarity with the CRJ is, or the CRJ series from Bombardier, is two specific flights. Philadelphia to Jacksonville, Florida <laughs> is always in a CRJ. I do New York 700 to Jacksonville. Or, 700 or 900. Mm-hmm. Or Harrisburg to Chicago. Yeah. Which is like two hours, 45 minutes. 
I think like three hours is the limit for me in one of those darts, <laughs> in one of those thin air air needles. But for them to, I, I guess the range is, is that the limit of its range? Or like how much like hours do you have in reserve after getting to Texas? You could fly a CRJ 900 for maybe five hours if you wow. really pushed it. If you fueled it up to its tops, yeah, you could fly for five hours wow um those are like i i see the the see the crj 900 to me is like i look at it and it looks like a stretch limo because i see it like poking out from the because it's a low plane Mm because it doesn't have long landing gear struts and i see it taxing down the (laughs) run it's they they say it looks like a hot rod so yeah oh it looks cooler I don't buy it's it. just long. <laughs> it is a long boy. But you just see it, and it, you see it coming around for the front of the plane. It's like nose, body, 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 and then jets on the back. That that becomes an issue when you're a captain and you have to taxi the damn thing because now you have this. Uh, what's the length of a CRJ nine hundred? I should know this, and I don't. It's something, couple hundred something feet, hundred sixteen feet. It's a long boy, and I have to taxi it with this little tiller wheel that's about the size of my hand. I have to taxi it on the run on the ground with that, and trying to line that up with a single line when you're ninety degrees from this line, that is one of the most difficult things. I am facing is like the when, hardest part is driving the plane on the ground because it's so long and you're so forward of the main gear that if you have to time it perfectly or you'll be like crooked or something like mm. that and like i want to say three people ebayed in the thing and said 119 feet thank you oh it's close 119 feet um there have been i i want to say two out of the five times when i'm turning onto the runway and I line up. <laughs> Yo, Quinn Dickinson. Quinn we were Dickinson. at Reading Airport today. We That's were at the, funny. Quinn Dickinson is the guy with a fire truck that we reviewed. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you know that Southwest runs a? Uh, do you know that Southwest runs a flight from Reading Regional Airport <laughs> every so often to Disney World? Apparently, we, we learned that today. I have a picture on my phone. Like the fuck is Southwest doing in Reading? Oh, every now and again. That is funny. They use a, <laughs> a bunch of people with fanny packs, get on a Southwest flight, and go to Disney World. That must be the most excitement the tower has there. It says, oh my God, we have a 737 taken. No Cessna, no Learjet, 737. <laughs> the Greyhound of the sky. <laughs> hmm. There was this one Jalopnik article, or one of their... Sorry for chewing on Mike. Um... Well, there's this one, actually, it's Jalopnik's aeronautical subdivision. I think it's called Foxtrot Alpha or something. That's what like I that. need to work for. <laughs> Just writing articles for them. <laughs> there was, it was a scathing review of the 737 Max or something like that, or it's like the most profitable airplane that exists. And it, it's, I've been on it I before. Guess. It's a 737 something, and it's what American uses between philly and lax and could be the 900 which is the the newer 
737 before the Max came out. And there's not people, not many people operating the Max version because it's so new. Mm. There's the 800, which is really standard. Uh, it's probably the 9 because that's a um, long route for mm. a smaller 737. They probably okay. want all the bells and whistles on that route. The 737s I've been on on the Philly LAX jump mm. was good planes. I. They, they they felt kind of uh, they felt kind of beat to me. <laughs> yeah, they're used. Um, yep. I wonder if those planes ever stop. They just fly that route <laughs> every single time. Um, the plane I plane I was in, I don't know. It was an Embraer. I don't know what from uh, Austin back to Philly. Those seats were new. Mm. And I'm looking at them. They felt new. They didn't have a fart smell in them. That's what they've done with our C- some of our CRJs. If the, like it's the same plate build in 2000. I don't know. 2001, 2000. Mm. But they completely like outfit it with these awesome seats, and it's mm. like, ah, oh, it's the best thing ever. Mm. And they don't have that fart smell either. <laughs> Someone, uh, Steve G, question for Tony. Where is it? Uh, Tony, what are the worst movies for representing your industry? <laughs> Airplane. Oh, man. Uh, Die not, Hard 2. I'm not counting comedies because the goal of comedies is just to make people laugh. Ever see a grown man naked? <laughs> Ever been in a cockpit before? <laughs> you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. I can't. Was that the real? Was that the coining of that term in that movie? Yes. See, probably was. The thing I love mm-hmm. about Leslie Nielsen, God rest his soul. Oh man, is that like he was not a comedic actor? They brought him on for the first just, a- for just airplane. Go in this movie. He's a deadpan actor, but they gave him <laughs> these comedic lines that he just says with a straight face, which a lot of people did that in the movie. It was great. <laughs> um. To answer your question, Steve G. Uh, One of the good guy in the regular comments is Flight with Denzel Washington. Yeah, I'm going to... Jeffrey Jetset, I'm going to agree with you on Flight with Denzel. Yeah, it was Denzel. It was cool, awesome. You get maybe 14, 13 minutes of flying, and the rest is just personal drama. Mm. Slash uh, alcoholic drama. Yeah. Um my favorite part of that movie is uh walter i mean uh, uh john goodman john showing goodman. Up with the cocaine <laughs> i got the goods here you go <laughs> first i need a hundred dollar bill i got a 20 that'll work <laughs> that'll do it's like i have to snort cocaine i i am glad they added him and yeah oh man that cocaine. was good yeah. <laughs> who's the lawyer guy he's in uh, a lot of the X-Men movies. The lawyer guy. Well, he he was the main lawyer guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, someone else can answer it. He's in a lot of the X-Men movies. Nick Roman would know. Mm. Here. Uh, some guy says, none stuff. Tony, let's get tacos at Emilio's in Queens again. Emilio. Oh, that's yeah. A- that's a good place. Do you know, do you know that guy? Yeah. I, uh, when I'm overnight some rarely i'll overnight in like queens at laguardia or in uh jfk 
and like I'll see if there's anyone in my chat who's in the New York area like hey does anyone want to hang out and uh, I found this awesome Mexican place it was it was good were you with us when we went to Torchies in San Marcos Texas yeah yeah oh yeah dude I'm going back to Torchies oh those tacos oh my god yeah all right, question from the regular chat. What is the difference between a 737 Max and a regular 737? Uh, uh, okay, well, you, when you say 737, there's so many variants. Um, okay, so 737 in planes is the equivalent of Fox bodies. Yes, yes. It's not just a Mustang. <laughs> there there's also the lot. Ford Fairmont. There's, there's various different versions of this. So this, The 737 Max is the absolute newest 737 out there right now that is specifically dedicated to longer range. I don't want to say long range because that would be like a triple seven, but longer range than say I don't know a seven three seven from Southwest. Um, it is also the plane that went down with uh, Lion Air, so we'll see how that turns out. I guess mm. who knows. Let's see. Gus Wagner says from the super chat says the Iranian gas crisis helped kill Pan Am too. So I guess that's early 70s. That's right. The gas that happened back then, didn't it? I didn't do my homework on the gas crisis in mm-hmm. the 70s, but I know it existed. In 19, technically the end of 1971. Oil prices skyrocketed back then and a lot of airlines were struggling. Mm, especially with people with massive airlines like Pan Am who flew massive planes like the 747 which guzzled oil that was also an issue so it was it wasn't doomed from the start until deregulation high fuel and oil prices and I think those two might have killed both TWA and Pan Am, aside from, you know, the crashes that happened back then. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's kind of sad that they're gone. CTR Lee from the regular chat. Um, um, you can think about this question for a second right mm. there, and I'm going to answer some Super Chat questions. Uh, early mm. Super Chat uh, chat skipped from Workhorse 520. Well, hopefully we've got to every single one of them. Sean Simon says that the SR-71 Blackbird equaled the Buick Grand National. I like the way you think, <laughs> but because they're both black does not mean they're equal. I See, the SR-71 Blackbird is a government plane. And you got to think of something technologically advanced for its time. I'm going to go with Bugatti Veyron <laughs> because this is something that just guzzles gas and funds and everything. Um. And is this black plod project and nothing ever really can top it again. And it's true speed, even though um, I think James May tested its top speed. I think the true top speed of the SR-71 remains classified. <laughs> they said the top speed. I had this when I was growing up. I had this big book of facts on planes. Nice. And the top speed of the SR-71 said 3.1, Mach 3.1. <sighs> and... Um, uh, but there was this one documentary of people saying that it goes way faster. It, not way faster, but it goes faster than 3.1. The fastest I can do is Mach 0.82. <laughs> and that's if I'm lucky and I'm high enough to get Mach 
I'm like, oh man, we're really speeding now. <laughs> no, that SR seven one is doing three times the speed of you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I look at the SR seventy one as like a Bugatti Veyron or something mm. like that. Um, Andrew Probert says, if you if you're in South Carolina, would you want to do an, a 2002 Isuzu ro- rodeo? All you have to do, Andrew, is regularcarreviews at gmail.com, year make model city state, and include your phone number in the email. That way I can save it. That is regularcars at gmail.com. You are listening to the radio voice of Kutztown University, broadcasting at 88.3 FM, 1670 AM, and on the line at com And now back, we have some announcements from Campus Outreach. Thank you. And jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Two questions. One about the Lion Air crash that just happened yesterday. It's way too early to speculate on that. Even though there is data on flight radar about it doing 7,000 feet per minute down at 350 knots, but it's still way too early to speculate. So just wait before you assume everything and the other question was about the a380 reaching its peak time uh of service the a380 it's hard to believe that thing is over 10 years old now since its first flight um in the late zeros uh but honestly it's just too big of an airplane and there's a reason why you don't see any U.S. operators touching that airplane. It's because it's too big. Uh, they don't want such a big of an airplane that they need to just cram everybody in there and try and make money. Uh, it needs it 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 needs two jetways. It does. Yeah, top and bottom. <laughs> a few more checks. Yeah, I, I tried to start the scream again. Let's see. Green, green, green. Let's see. Oh, it is green. Okay. Still green. Still green. Let's see if anyone comments in the chat that says, yes, we see you. All right. Noob says, yes, we are. Rolled sauce. Green. 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 (laughs) You live. Green. Green. So we're simultaneously casting on YouTube and Instagram at the same time. That's not annoying. Nick Roman, don't try to capture this audio. This is disastrous. <laughs> you don't have to put this on on yeah. uh, YouTube. Okay. <laughs> F again. F again. <laughs> All right. So we're simultaneously uh um I can hold it if you want. uh streaming yeah. on Instagram as well as YouTube. So times are tough. <laughs> these are savage times for savage people. <laughs> so we got to go through these super chat questions. Yes, we are. I am going to keep Instagram up uh, in the event that this goes down. Wait, my mic is all the way back here. Yeah, there we go. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen um, from Flight Deck. <laughs> Captain Captain uh, Richardson. Welcome aboard flight uh podcast 51. Mm-hmm. 52. Welcome aboard flight podcast 52 nonstop service to Pennsylvania. 
At this time, uh, looks like we've finished our technical problems. We'll be uh, live streaming shortly. Uh, we're looking at about uh, one hour podcast, wheels up to wheels down, at an altitude of 200 feet. Weather over in Pennsylvania looks like a nice evening. Uh, clear skies, light temperatures. Oh my god. Clouds about 48 degrees. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Your flight tents are Sherlina and <laughs> Renene. Fuck me. Pay close attention to them as they do their safety briefing. And once again, welcome aboard. <laughs> That's about all I do. Oh, god damn it. We need to make a vaporwave album of just that. <laughs> See, but mine is short because I follow a script. Other people do blah, 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 blah. If you look at the left of your side of the aircraft, blah. We're passing Akron, Ohio. I, I know your dicks are hard <laughs> look for that. Look at the left. <laughs> Dudeman659 says, I need the ATIS, sir. What? The Automated Terminal Information Service, which is the weather. So, okay, I'm going to do this not on the ATIS voice, but the AWOS voice. You know that voice. The uh, voice where the towers close and you still have to get weather. And it goes something like this. <clears throat> Kilo, Mike, Delta, Tango, automated weather observation. One, eight, five, three, Zulu. Wind, calm. Visibility, one, zero. Sky condition, clear. Temperature, one, zero. Celsius. Dew point minus zero one Celsius. Altimeter two niner niner two. And then it just repeats. Is that like they just type that in and it's like Microsoft well, Sam voice? Yes, but when the tower is closed, well, usually when the tower is open, it's a person saying all that stuff. But when the tower is closed, no one's there to say it. So it's just an automated version of mm. it. The ATIS, which is a person speaking, becomes an AWOS, Automated Weather Observation System. Question for Tony. Tony, do you watch Air Force Proud 96? Air, uh, Air Force Proud 95. Yes, he's an awesome guy, and I would love to meet him one day. Um, his videos are hilarious. I've done. Is that, is that the guy who does Microsoft Flight yes. Simulator? Oh, yeah. okay. He does. Uh, I've been playing Flight Simac since it came out in 2007, 2006, and it's been such a fun clusterfuck all the time <laughs> on multiplayer. Back when GameSpy still existed. Wow. Um, but yes, his videos are hilarious, and I'm I play a a few times on a. FSX multiplayer, I'll just dick around on the flight on a, on a CRJ in there, and it's hilarious. Okay, so now we got... My phone is still working on Instagram Live, because I'm down here, um, but I'm up here and well. Uh, Are you guys going to answer the super chats? That yeah, yeah, do? don't worry, we will. Hey, we when still got a green square drop. on uh, stuff, so we're still doing we well. We do, yeah. yeah. All right, um, we got the Akron, Ohio. Tony Brazil. Hello. Brazil. Sorry, I'm sorry about making that Brazil joke. Brazil. There we go. <laughs> because it's me and then like some MMA fighter who just pronounces Brazil, Brazil. Anyway, uh, Matthew Heist says, hello from 
I know this town. Where? Tinsonia, Pennsylvania. Tionesta. Tionesta. Thank you, Tony. Is that near... Uh, that's not near Reading or Lancaster. Lancaster. <laughs> Is that in the mountains? Like, we're talking like... What's the town that's abandoned? Centralia. Is that in Centralia area? Man, I have to get out there. I really want to visit Centralia. 45 minutes from here. Oh. Yeah, next 45 ne- minutes in the wrong direction. Yeah, next time. <laughs> next time. Next yes. time you come up, we'll do we'll do a thing. Uh, now is a good time to visit because the road's steaming really well. Hmm. Man, when I sold my DR, we could have rode that DR and rode oh. it right over the barriers and onto that abandoned stretch of highway. That would be good. The thing, when I rode my DR650 onto Centralia... Um, or onto the abandoned section of the highway, it was really slippery because that entire road, it's like like three quarters of a mile, and it's the all tagged. Highway. Yeah, it's all tagged. Oh, yeah. It's that's just right paint. It is. <laughs> and paint is all slippery, and my tires are like, mm. on that on, on that dual sport of mine. <laughs> um, asking, what are we drinking right now? We are drinking Trogues from Hershey, Pennsylvania. They're one of their flagship beers, Perpetual IPA. Um, I can't believe we drank that entire six-pack. Sure did. Thank you, Tony. Um, <laughs> Matthew, uh, okay, we... Thank you for the quality entertainment from Matthew. Thank you for your donation. I can't wait for that ramen. The ramen's coming soon. After Dark 3 says, Is Regular Cars Gmail a good place to send invites? Invites for Event, what? Event invites? Don't In- want to spam for response. Love the podcast. Uh, by the way, I like both cars and planes. Thank you, After nice. Dark 3. Yes, regularcars at gmail.com is the w- the best way to get in contact with me. Thank you. Because it's all uh, indexed and I can uh, search for it. Focus Pocus says he has both streams on right now. So he has the yeah, Instagram we got down here. Yeah, we got both streams going too. The, the YouTube up here. Hello, Instagram. Hello, YouTube. Let's now see. we just need my phone recording Twitter or something like that. Dude, if you want. <laughs> My, uh, you can't see it. I don't think you can see it from here. Do we still have green square? Still got green square. Yeah, you can't see it from here, but my Wi-Fi is up there. So if you want to get on my Wi-Fi and stream uh, for free. I wonder if I've already been on it. But it's like, well, I have unlimited now. So, oh, maybe I could. <laughs> like Instagram as well. But then people, yeah. Uh, that means I have to go on. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a try stream now. <laughs> try stream. That's good. What is this? RCR 52? 51? We're all DC3 up in this shit. RCR DC3. That's nice. There was some article on. It's probably one of the Gawker things about how it was supposedly one of the most unsafe. Uh, uh, Shit. Uh, you can. Uh, let's see. Hmm. May I? Mm-hmm. See, you have a bigger camera. Oh, smart! Fit? There you go. Ah! Uh, 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 no, that didn't work. 
There you Okay, that's good enough. Is that good enough? Yeah. Oh, that's good enough. Uh, <laughs> scroll for comments. Um, there are none. Okay. Um, yes, we're still doing Super Chat, Andrew the Boy. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, you can't really read them with my yeah, phone if, there. If, if I put it, like, right <laughs> That's there. fine, yeah. You can also go to... Oh, wait, this is, is this Twitter? Yeah, because that's... Twitter, Instagram, Instagram YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> we just need Facebook. I don't have a fourth phone, though. Yeah. Quick, someone come over. <laughs> um, uh, Jake Hercules says Mazda Millennial, the official car of... I don't, rem- Mazda Mil- I don't remember that car. Maybe it's something we don't have in the U.S. that's common elsewhere. Hmm. Mazda I see Millennial? a bunch of... Uh, uh, stuff like questions going way down on on my Instagram thing. I can't read them from here. Are you guys on YouTube too? Yes. We yes, we are on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. We are also on Twitter and <laughs> YouTube mm. and Instagram. It's great. Ted's been drinking and now he's mad at th- and throwing things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't do Facebook. There's no one. There's the no FBI will come. There's no. Up. There's no one on your Twitter stream. This is oh man. No one follows my Twitter. All right. Do your Instagram. See what happens. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like double Instagram because I already said Two your Instagram. Instagrams. Like Tony Airlines is also live at the exact same time. That's true. As if one is enough. Um, you could do a phone sixty nine or both. Are <laughs> Did you notice that Stearman was number sixty nine? It was. That's right. I took a picture of it, and it was hilarious. I was like, I'm going to take a picture of that and make a joke later. I, I, I wanted to, like, pose next to it and just go, nice. Nice. There we go. That Instagram. is Instagram. So it's double Instagram, one YouTube going on right That now. is hilarious. One stream caught hello from Millersville and Millersville College. That's one of the other party schools in PA. Millersville. Love Millersville. It's Where's like Miller's, uh, Millersville's heading toward Lancaster. Okay. My buddy Eric Hunsinger went to Millersville. Dad, that ramen's going to be amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, Pod News says, uh, yeah, there we got some people on your uh, on Tony's Instagram. Nice. Hello. What's up? Tony's Instagram. This is like various different... <laughs> uh, Subgenres of people simultaneously broadcasting on it's regular backup YouTube. number two. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Poyad News says, Love seeing Pencil Tucky on YouTube. Trash, no state. Dude, <laughs> Pennsylvania for life, man. I would love Keystone to Keystone State. <laughs> Cactus Catastrophe says, Slowly realizing that I'm too tall for my 2005 Honda Civic. I'm six, I'm six foot two inches. See, I owned a 2000. 2000- one Honda Civic, and I'm 5'9". So 6'2 would be like what my brother was. My brother's pretty tall at 6'3". He got a VW Beetle because the Beetle is round. It fits him really well. He looked at a Civic, and it was too small for him. Mm. So that might be a problem with the Civic. Mm. Who knows? Uh 
Uh, I'm 6'2", and I carry the majority of my hide in my legs. Mm. Oh, boy. Any recommendations for That's fun car? That's tough for a car. Dude, um, Cactus Slide Catastrophe. I, I hate to tell you this, man, but you're going to have to buy a truck. Mm. You're going you're gonna to be in a Toyota Tundra, um, or you're going to be in... See, you need fuel economy because if you're talking for me, you want something good. I mean, you could spend the extra money. Uh, see, even the Nissan hard bodies are kind of short. And the new Nissan trucks. You're going to need something that's going to go way back. Um, what do I need besides a Tundra? I mean, Tacomas. Ma- maybe. Uh, Toyota Tacoma. Toyota maybe. Tacomans are the smaller ones. Oh, Tundras yeah. are the bigger ones. Okay, yeah. Um, tundras, I mean, you need like uh, an extended cab Tundra short bed. <laughs> uh, that's what you're going for there. Uh, Ford Corvettes, <laughs> like you wouldn't daily that, but the, you can fit you four people into them. <laughs> you really want to? Chevy Colorado Duramax. Um, What's a Duramax? But, uh, I think that's uh, Chevy's diesel engine. Um, small cars for tall people with tall legs. I haven't encountered this problem before, Cactus Catastrophe. My brother sweared by the VW Beetle, which we tried four cars for him, like Corolla, Civic, uh, Altima, and the Beetle. And the Beetle was the only one that fit him really? comfortably. He's a tall guy. How and many people do you have in your at seven people in your Instagram? Seven people. Oh man, <laughs> I got twenty six. My phone is Someone massive compared video. to you. Right, this is an Holy iPhone five. Look, Look at that. Look at that. Look how tiny this it's is. Right. Oh, I know. I'll get my iPad. <laughs> Dude, you my got your iPad. iPad. I do have my iPad. <laughs> That's what I'll do the Facebook You want to see an on. ancient iPhone 5? You have to go on Tony's Instagram to see this. Um, an ancient iPhone 5 <laughs> with a brand new OtterBox on it. Oh, this feels... It's tight. This motherfucker is tight on there. <sighs> yeah. This thing is holding the phone together. Good. <laughs> I got an... Like... See the Super thing about an iPhone 5 is that it's, t- it's, it's like in my hand. This is an iPhone 5. Hmm. It's just gonk. It's right there. It fits in my pocket and everything, and I gotta get used to an iPhone six. Man, hello, Murs Murphy something. <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't auto rotate from the sides. That's a damn shame. Anyway, so. Um, Sports car or truck? I'm a pretty tall guy, on the legs. And fit great in Mustangs and Silverados, but the best fitting car I've been in is certainly a Ford EXP. Okay. I don't know what a Ford EXP is. I should know. John Wood says, will we see another RCR meet in Pennsylvania? Yes. We will have another uh, RCR meet at the Racquetball Club. I don't know when. Whenever all this rain stops for like a long period of time, we know it's over. Rain and snow. Uh, it, it's. I mean, we may be waiting for spring at this point. Um, I'll bring my 
verse and put my rental cars. Just need a. You need to just hold this for a second. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need a F5 to freedom. Check the OBS. Everyone See if we still got green. Still got green. Answered on the other streams are coming to this page. <laughs> uh, I'm here for the video. Is the is the Google phone really good quality on this? I guess it is. Dude, I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> I have like higher so, higher someone color comment, saturation. Right. Someone commented. I'm here for the video quality. <laughs> yeah, some people are on Tony Airlines Instagram, <laughs> and it's way better than the That's iPhone weird. that I have said. <laughs> way better than the iPhone. Whitestang99 sent a request to be in your live video. I don't know what this means. That Go means live with stream. Oh, oh, you've done it now. What did I do? Now you're going to stream with them. <laughs> Why, what, what does that mean? Well, this screen will become half you and half them. Oh. Unless they're gone now. They probably are gone now. Yeah, okay. Do anything. I'll just hit cancel then. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... See, you guys who are watching on Instagram, like, I put my phone down here and rest it down there. So that's the Instagram feed, and it mostly looks at Tony. Um, Hello. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'll just hold. Oh, wait. Oh, on the floor. There we go. Yeah. The macro view. That was a reference. <laughs> Polaroid News sees Loving Pencil Tongue. Yes, uh, it's too tall. Nathan Roth. So I rewatched your videos. I know it's a gradual toning down of the insanity and my peers. I rather enjoy that. What made you tone your videos down? You can't be a rebel forever, Nathan. Like, I, I feel like as I move closer and closer to the age of 40, it feels weird to act like I'm 23. I'll have insane videos again, but I'm more in more interested in talking about I was about to say my legacy but more interested in waxing my past and in a very Dreiserian way shining the 90s, the 90s. I'm drunk <laughs> I need more water, man. I did that move. I just closed my eyes for a second, and I was on a Ferris wheel. I'm like, oh, I'm asleep now. Yeah, that that, that the backflips. <laughs> it used to be fun when I when I closed my eyes and got the backflips, <laughs> but now it's not so fun anymore. So I got like half a perpetual IPA to drink, but I need more water here. So go take a water, and I'll take more aviation questions. Okay, aviation questions for go. Tony Airlines. I'm just going to reset the things. Oh, yeah. We see another RCR meet in PA. I already answered that. Thank you, John Woods. Thank you for your donation. And well, I've seen this on my own iPhone 3GS. Nice. Wow. The uh, what are you flying now? I am a captain on the Bombardier CRJ 900. I fly. I'm based out of New York, and I fly out all over the East Coast and Midwest. 
Tony uh, Airlines is now the unofficial aeronautical advisor for regular <laughs> car reviews. I have this thing. There was a guy somewhere in like Ohio who wants to offer us up an aero coupe. Yes, air coupe. Air coupe. Air coupe. And mm-hmm. we need to find a time when he has guaranteed time off that we can take a road trip out there. We will make it happen. Because the air coupe, if there was an airplane that was designed for a normal man to drive like a car, the air coupe is that. Yeah. You saw today Which, at yeah. the museum, at the it had one mid- pedal, it was the brake pedal. <laughs> <laughs> it's an airplane. No that, rudder, whatever. No rudder. No one gives a shit. <laughs> I wonder how they built that. It's just extra cables running yes. to the back? Yeah. Okay. It's cables connected to both your rudder and your ailerons so that any aileron input is rudder input, which is genius for 1940. Nope. That's how old that thing is? Yeah. 40, wow. 50. Is an air coupe faster than a sedan? Eh, depending on the wind, yes. Hmm. Bonanza, the official plane of the Doctor Who... <sighs> doctor Killer? Yeah, the doc- The Bonanza is the definitive Doctor Killer. But then the Cirrus replaced that. With? The Cirrus. Huh. See, the Bonanza was the Doctor Killer that killed Doctors. But then, that plane was from 1950. Then the Cirrus comes out. The Cirrus is the airplane that all the rich people buy. Like, I want the best general aviation plane, and I want to, you know, be fast. That's a Cirrus. And Mm. surprisingly, a lot of people crash them. Mm. What is the favorite air... What is your favorite aircraft that you flew? Uh, It's not the jet. It's not the Piper Cherokee. The favorite aircraft I flew is the Cessna 152. Really? Because the Cessna 152... The Mercury Tracer of the sky. (laughs) The 152 is a better 150. You can step on the nose, check the fuel. You can take off in, I don't know, 600 feet of runway, which is amazing. And you can still... Cruise at a hundred knots, maybe if you're lucky. It's a great airplane. I love it, but they're really pricey compared to a Cessna 150, which is slower and less equipped than a 152. A 152 is maybe twenty to thirty thousand dollars, which is a problem because for the same amount of money, you could buy I don't know a Piper Cherokee like a real plane a four seater <laughs> a real plane <laughs> real plane uh have what's your y'all... what's your opinion on a Piper Navajo a Navajo is cool the Navajo is the <sighs> it's a twin engine plane nah single engine plane with twin engine options oh the nav the Navion Navion, right? Nav- you you said Navion. Navion. Navion is like, I want to own a P-51 Mustang, but <laughs> I only have $40,000. <laughs> and I don't have a million dollars. I'll get a Navajo. Awesome plane. You get the sliding canopy. 
You get the cool handling, the retractable gear, the strong engine. Hmm. Without the cost of a fighter. And also, you can fit four of your friends in the back. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Andrew the boy says, I'm 6'4". What smaller wagon can I fly? 6'4". Damn, you're tall. Um, you can get a Honda Accord wagon, but you're going to be tilting that back, tilting that driver's seat back. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Tall people, man. Matt Farrow's 6'3". It's tough. He says... If you're 6'3"? He's 6'3". Wow. Yeah. What does, he, what does he drive? His daily is a Mercedes SL500. Okay, yeah. Um, which is the big brother of my mom's SLK230 compressor. 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 Grand Theft... Or Grand Turismo 3. Yes. Um... I'm a, a smaller wagon. Um, I'm going to go with, well, how tall is Mike Steinberg? Is he 6'1 or 6'2? He's a tall he's, guy. He's more than six feet. Okay. He drives a Jetta sport wagon, and he likes it. So I'm going to go with Jetta Tilt sport the wagon. back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for your donation, Andrew. Alex Callage, we got to wrap this up soon. It's 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, watching this on my old iPhone 3. Whoa. How does that work? <laughs> Thank you, Workforce Right 20. Man, an iPhone 3. Wow. Dude, my iPhone 5 is getting hot. That's why the screen's... Dude, the I screen's pulling up. percent battery on this. <laughs> I wonder how much battery I have. I can't see when I'm on this. I got to scroll through regular drunk views. iPhone yes. 3, right, guys? That's bizarre. And thanks for everybody, the 20 people who are still watching on my Instagram feed. <laughs> nice. I got two. Um, I'm so popular. Oh, but the um, quality is better on here. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're totally better. It's better on Tony Airlines' Instagram feed. How's my square doing? Still green. It's a green. You know yep. what, guys? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill my Instagram feed. Um... Because it looks like uh, our YouTube thing is going fine. Yeah. So I'm going to get rid of Instagram too. thing. So thank you for watching the backup stream on Instagram. Thank you for watching the backup backup stream <laughs> on Instagram. And I will end that there. Yeah. Yeah. Yee. Uh, wait, wait. Please read my super in... Your Dodge. Where'd that go? Oh, damn it. Mm. Um, let's see. Brendan Stower says, Hey, I'm riding a web series car called Just the Tip. Just the Tip. <laughs> just the Tip. Right in the microphone. Just the Tip, just for a second. <laughs> Where do I comedy sketch? Where I do comedy sketches about the stuff people should know, but don't. Wait, what? Where I do comedy sketches about stuff people should know, but don't like cruise control. Who doesn't know about cruise uh, control? Yeah, I drive a Nissan Versa. And I know cruise control. Um, are we talking like my seventy-year-old grandma? Uh, I, any advice in writing sketches comedy about... sketches? Uh, 
Here's my advice about writing, and it applies to comedy sketches as well as everything else. Vomit on the page. <laughs> and by that, I mean write everything. Don't worry whether... Man, I'm doing backflips. and I drank too much. Um, don't worry about whether the things you are writing are good or not. Hmm. The point is to get stuff on the page and wait until next morning whether it's going to be good or not. That's what you should be doing. Mm. 15-year-old cars... I have to stop drinking that, man. Really? It's... That unsafe versus modern? Uh, 15-year-old cars? Well, that's like... 2003? Yeah, it's older than my Subaru. The the, the thing about eh. cars that old is that they don't have rollover, rollover protection, but you're... Um, yeah, that was a relatively new thing in the early zeros. I say early zeros. <laughs> when did you graduate high school? Uh, 2010. Wow, I was already a teacher then. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, well... Uh, let's see. Just the tip. I think that's everything there. Um, Tony, don't lie. How often do you... Oh, boy. I don't know if you can answer this question from Ice How Inc. often do you want to do a barrel while on the job? Are you kidding me with all the people eating their first-class meals and their discount uh, Long Island iced teas <laughs> and their... Bloody Marys. Do they offer Long Island iced teas well, in no, first class? No. no, they don't. But Bloody Marys, they do. Because it's just Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. I, I, uh, I ordered a Bloody Mary once on American <sighs> Airlines on a 737 to Los Angeles. I ate, drank my Bloody Mary, and I'm like, you're right. This is totally a mix. Yes. It's, it's I, just, I, no, it's I, just uh, Mott's. Mott's Bloody Mary mix. Huh. And in you go. Vodka. Yeah, exactly. Have fun. That's all it is. Um, I don't want to do a barrel roll in a Bombardier CRJ 900 because, because there's can't so many. Do it. <laughs> one, they can't. Well, they probably can do it because some guy in uh, mm -hmm. Seattle proved that we can do a barrel roll in a Bombardier Q400. But what would be the entertainment value of that? Where you could, I don't know, get a ride from the museum and do a barrel roll in a. Boeing Stearman biplane? I've been inverted in planes. I have not. Fun really? fact. I have not really. been The inverted. pilot here and the automotive journalist, I've been inverted. I have not been inverted. It's okay, I'm upside down. Is it the same <laughs> as a roller coaster? Yes, it is. I've been in a spin. I've never been inverted. <laughs> Dude, all you gotta do is flash some cash to my dad. <laughs> He'll take you up in a Satabria. True. He'll, yeah. He'll throw you some G's. <laughs> throw him some gas money. For We're people who don't know, my dad is a Navy pilot. So, and uh, Tony has heard me say this before, but there's been a number of times in my earlier years when my dad was flying a lot. There was a lot of watch this <laughs> yeah. stuff happening. Those <laughs> horrifying words. Um. I hope so, you can have Tony back on the podcast again soon again. I will try and answer all of your aviation questions mm -hmm. I can. 
Don't and, worry. Dude, I'd love to have you on the smoking tire because Matt Farah is working toward his pilot, pilot, private pilot's Is license. he real? Oh, man. Yeah. Nice. Um, Xavi V. Mr. Tony says, any flight school recommendations? This is a very crucial point in picking how you want to pursue your career. There's two types of schools, Part 61 and Part 141. Part 61, mom and pop shop, um, less money, more time. Part 141, structural school, more money, less time. Um, when you say time, you mean time and stick time? Just overall time? time at this flight school. Oh, uh, It depends how you want your, to spend your money. There are really big name flight schools, Aerosim, Flight Safety, that will do part 141s where it's all structured and you follow a curriculum like a normal school versus Bob's Flight School. <laughs> now, that's not saying Bob's Flight School is horrible. It's Bob's Flight School is cheaper. It will take longer, yes, but you still get the same license. Um... Either way, find a good flight school that is preferably near you and preferably not too expensive. Man, Kutztown had a flight school. Yes, it did. They had one room. They had ever. They had a medevac. They had. They have it now. They do still have there. Now, yeah, Lehigh <laughs> Valley Hospital. They were gonna get rid of that. I don't know they what that did. is. It's it's smaller than a jet ranger, and I find it weird that I know what a jet ranger is. <laughs> um, okay, so motorcycle question. That's for me. Ooh. John O. Twist says, enjoying the scream. DR650 with touring upgrades, question mark, or go straight to a touring bike? Okay. <laughs> a DR650 is a dual sport motorcycle with the intention that this thing is going to hit the dirt trail. If you have no intention of lee of taking your bike off a tarmac and here's the thing, street bikes can go off road in the same way that Tony's Nissan Versa can drive up a dirt road. <laughs> yes, Anywhere a car can drive up a dirt road, a motorcycle can probably go as well, with the exception of your sport bikes running, you know, your uh, like race tires on it. Use the bathroom. We are back. All right. You made it this entire time without hitting the head. I did. I'm so proud of myself. Man, you got it's the. So three hours flight. Dude, you got a pilot's bladder. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Captain has gone into the bathroom right now, and I'm going to answer motorcycle questions. I'm caught with arthritis. Dude, seriously, John, you have arthritis? I'm th I'm caught with an arthritis and a 20-year-old sport bike. Knees hurt. <clears throat> okay. I'm down with you with knee pain because I got runner's knee right here. So... If knee pain is your problem, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to stick to a dedicated touring bike. Um, uh, standard seating hurt my knees, but sport seating doesn't. Uh, you could go with a Honda VFR Interceptor because that is a sport touring bike. You could go, geez, if you want a lot of power, uh, Suzuki made the 
GSX-1000F, which is a slightly deturned Gixxer 1000 engine in a touring frame. I sat on one of the on I sat on one of those. They're very comfortable. Um, that's like throwing money at the problem. Um, uh, you could on the cheap end, you could go with the Honda. Uh, let's see. I know what it is. Hold on. Honda. Is it PCF or is it PC? Honda PC 800. Honda PC 800 colloquially known as the Honda Pacific Coast. Um, and my last suggestion is another high value dollar bike is called the Honda Africa Twin as a touring bike that will save your knees. Alcohol abuse? I tried. Uh, well, the floor was thirsty. Okay, good. Um, hey, guys, I gotta go right back. I gotta get a towel to mop that up. Could have sworn that was empty. Uh, Tony Airlines, what regional carrier is his least favorite? Regional carrier? Uh, oh, man, that's tough. I want to say Cape Air or Great Lakes because they only did essential air service and you can't really survive on only essential air service contracts. And... Uh, well, Great Lakes, we all saw what became of them. Cape Air is still very much alive, and they're doing well. I got a P. Good luck. This is P3. <laughs> P1 for me. Nice. Thank you, Tony. Not much cheap here in the New York City area. I was looking at a few Part 61 in New Jersey, like Old Bridge and Somerset, both which airports I flew in. I learned to fly at Trenton Robinsville Airport November 87 in Robinsville, New Jersey. It was a wonderful place, awesome time. And then I went to Florida to do Part 141 training. Totally different structured flight program. Um, so what I did was I did Part 61... Uh, up until, I guess, private pilot. Then I did 141 from the time after that. Uh, so I did a sort of mixture. Now, remember, we're in post-Colgan era. That means if you do everything part 141, you can earn your airline transport pilot certificate with 1,000 hours, part 141. So if you do everything part 141, well, there you go. You get... Thousand hours, you get your ATP. Wonder if Tony Airlines is antsy about leaving the cockpit in flight after the German wings, blah blah blah. No, um, after that accident happened, there was a new rule where someone has to be in the cockpit at any given time if one crew member is not there. So, if my co pilot wants to take a bathroom break. The flight attendant comes up, she locks the door, we chat for a minute, the copilot comes back, and the flight resumes as normally. There's never one person alone in the cockpit at any time nowadays. Really? New uh, German, post-German wings rule. 
What happened in German? Oh, I don't know what this means. Uh, what? Captain went to the bathroom. The co-pilot, like all, a lot of people who have a little mental disorders, decided to suicide. It didn't go well. So now oh we have God. a rule. Yeah. Now we have a rule where no person can be in the cockpit alone. My God. Yeah. Uh, so our 15 year old uh, guys sorry for the segue Andrew the boy says and thank you for your donation Andrew the boy says our 15 year old car is really that unsafe versus mine oh we were talking about this before when I was swinging and swaying not quite sober (laughs) enough that's your water that's I'm not a lot of water Um, this mine yeah it's yours perfect Um, our 15 year old car is really that unsafe versus modern yeah, modern cars are going to have more crash protection and stuff. Older cars are going to have bigger, better visibility. It depends how mature you are. Mm. Um, I think brakes are pretty much the same, and I'm talking from the perspective of your budget, your your everyday budget cars. <laughs> um, my Subaru Forester brakes just as fine. My 2003 Forester brakes just as fine as as Tony's 2012. 2015 2015 2015 Nissan Versa I mean they're both just <laughs> traditional vacuum operated uh, uh, brake boosters I think that's the end of the um, there may be some more super chats someone uh, Zach Hellman says hey Tony what's in your dream hanger my dream hanger would have a Douglas GC3 it would have a Piper Cub it would have, oh, uh, what would it have? I want something fast that can also land on grass airports. Uh, Pilatus PC-24. Oh, go okay. There we go. We're talking money now. And a Honda jet. Because Honda. Okay, hmm. well, start a... <laughs> All right, either start a multinational company or start dealing in fucking That's my blow. dream hanger. <laughs> It's like my, I have the same thing where it's like a dream garage where it's unobtainable cars that I would right. want. One of them would be the Jaguar XJ220. Cool yeah. car. Okay, Workforce520 says, I tweeted I tweeted at you with my stream setup, iPhone 3GS. 3GS, oh. Nice. Zach Hellman says, hey, Tony, what's in your... Oh, we just answered that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for your donation. Iced Ink says... Oh, thank you. Hello again, Iced Ink. Uh, Boss Hoss Bikes. Yeah, and I'm familiar with those. Never rode them, but I know what they are. Boss Basically, Hoss. picture a Harley, but a power glide and a small block V8. Would you be willing to ride... I'll ride one of those things. Great. I'll bet they're like an exaggerated version of the Harley Davidson Fat Boy. Um, a Boss Haas motorcycle is a motorcycle running a small block Chevy V8. Wow. Like, you know the engine that drives my Falcon? <laughs> that's a three. That's on a motorcycle. <laughs> that's a three. That's a 302 cubic inch. Okay. Um, a small block Chevy is typically 350, so slightly larger than that. Hmm. Dimensionally, they're about the same, maybe a little bit larger. But they put that in a motorcycle, and it has a two-speed transmission. It's an automatic power glide. Nice. You just go down the highway. 
look, look, hey, we built this and made it road legal. Here you go. Mm. That's what it's for. Um, Dan Dunlop says, and I'm uh, going on a short road trip soon in my 87 Subaru GL. Very good. Anything tool spares you think I should bring along? Hmm. Road flares. Yes. Full size <laughs> spare. Can of Flixifat because everybody's lazy. Um, uh, the ultimate road trip accessory, a uh, paid up AAA card. Um, it's it's now, yeah, you're right. Mm. It's winter time. Yeah. Just in case you got blanket. that blanket. You are going to top up your coolant. People don't think they should do that in the wintertime, but they should definitely do that. Uh, check all the fluids, oils, transmission fluid in the event that it's an automatic transmission. Uh, tire pressure, tire depth, brake fluid level. And after that, yeah, if you want to be baller, buy some extra, buy some extra, buy some new windshield wipers. Mm. And tools and spares, it's a metric car. One of the things that I use all the time is ratcheting wrenches. I have a, I have a set that I keep in my uh, Subaru. They cost me $50, but they are metric ratcheting wrenches, and I use them all the goddamn time. Hmm. They're really, really nice. I bought, them at, I bought them at Moyer's Car Care in Skokohaven, the place uh, with uh, Nush, the guy who gave me, oh, yo, um... I gotta, <laughs> I gotta give you like a teaspoon of the uh, insanely hot horseradish that's in my <laughs> fridge right now. Oh no! Thanks to Nush and watching Hot Ones, Nush at <laughs> Moyer's Car Care, I I'm I'm, I'm 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 now have a collection of hot sauces in my fridge. Um, uh, Jordan Geyser says suggest a bike for six two and three hundred pounds, a big boy. All right. You're six. You're six foot two, and you're three hundred pounds. Kawasaki KLR six fifty. Harley Davidson Road King. BMW six fifty GS. Honda Africa Twin. I know that came up before. It's up again. Yeah, th- those are my those are my suggestions. Kawasaki KLR six fifty. Um, Honda Africa Twin. Gonna add another Honda, uh, the retro Honda uh, uh, CB eleven hundred or CB eleven hundred X, and Harley Davidson Road King. Hmm. There's a lot of super chats because I didn't put the sign up. That's Hen- why Henry says uh, skip my super chat. Oh, which one did I say? Which one did he say I skipped? Down. Uh, I think it was do a Henry's Vin Wiki on. Oh, the, that what's one. What's a Vin Wiki? I don't. I think that's a YouTube channel. Hmm. Vin. Oh wait, no. Go back. Go back up. Jamie, go uh, back up. Please do a Vin Wiki video about the Falcon. I don't know what a Vin Wiki. What's a Vin vi- Wiki? What's a Vin Wiki video? I think that's a YouTube channel. Okay. Unless Vin it's like Wiki. IMDB, but with like cars. I don't know. I don't know. I'm down to 25%. <laughs> uh, 
Come watch a guy's YouTube channel. It's too preppy to YouTube. You Vin Wacky. I'm gonna go on to YouTube's oh, got app. magnifying glass. You just uh, take you just type in what you want, you Vin Wacky. <laughs> Vin Wiki with Rob Pitts. It's a YouTube channel. It's got five hundred and seventy. based. I on got more subscribers. Vin Wiki. It's got green. V I N. Ed Pauline Vin Wiki car stories. How do I exotic? Ah, accidentally is Carmack Sweater How Jeremy Clarkson got the Now YouTube optimization got Vin Wiki. Yeah, sure, why not? Mr. Tony, do you use tables in the cockpit or still paper charts maybe both we actually went digital very recent only a year ago actually um up until then we were using paper charts which was annoying because you have to have this couple pound binder sitting next to you and then you have to okay we're flying to this airport flip through the pages okay there's the airport now we're landed now we need the taxi diagram okay there's the taxi diagram uh, it was annoying, and I am so happy we are using the iPad now. Um, but no, we don't use any uh, charts, I guess, in paper form. Unless both crew members' iPads die, that's when you use the paper charts. Is it in like a middle locker in the yeah. cockpit? Yeah, there's like a little, there's a little cubby back there that has all the charts. Like, in case you lose everything, here's your backup. Nice. And that's only if both crew members have their iPads die. And that's that I don't think has ever happened. So, since most of these planes are from like the early aughts. They are, yeah. They don't have mounts for iPads. No. You had to, uh, what they did was the companies that realized that there was a need for this made specific mounts for aircraft that uh how can i put this traditional aircraft would have little mounts for charts that you would just put the paper chart right there and now they just made a mold that fit that mount so you put your ipad right there and there it is right there it's perfect nice works well lasts long time andrew the boy this is the last super chat question the most reliable, reliable car, car, I won't die in another $5,000. Uh, Toyota Corolla? Toyota <laughs> Corolla. <laughs> I know you wanted me to say Volvo, <laughs> but I'm saying Toyota Corolla, Andrew the boy. <laughs> Every road leads to Corolla. Here are some mashed potatoes. Here are some twice-baked potatoes. You got your most reliable car that you won't die in 
and it's called Toyota <laughs> Corolla Bless. <laughs> Pontiac Sunfire? No. Go die with your Pontiac <laughs> fucking J-body trash class piece of unloving vomit-inducing menthol cigarette smoking skull chewing scratch off lottery ticket kino playing at the mini mart pontiac sunfire and on that note it's time to eat ramen noodles yep Thank you for everybody for entertaining this. I have not been this drunk in a while. Thank you to Tony Airlines for our second uh, podcast. We will do this again sometime. Tony and I have to figure out how to way to get to Ohio because there's a guy with an Mm, air coupe. Non-rev to Akron. (laughs) What's a non-rev? What does that mean? Jump seat. Get your ride. Well, like, okay, Here, here's my idea of getting out to Ohio. Where was it in Ohio anyway? I don't know. Forget. I'll check on my email. Right. Um, we, watch it be Akron. Um, <laughs> uh, we would drive to Pittsburgh and hit Ohio's up. Ohio's right next door, honestly. Yeah, I I've know. Driven, I've driven to Detroit from New Jersey. Nine hours? Damn it. That was tough. I'm old. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, I stink, man. We're done with Super Chats, but thank you so much. Uh, remove flag term sheep beard bung. <laughs> thank you, I stink, for, for the Super Chat there. Beautiful. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, fedora something. Enjoy your ramen. Lord. It's totally ramen time because it's 1140 at night. Thank you so much. I'm Brian. I'm Tony. Thank you for, so much. Have a good night.